What's up, fellow freaks? I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom, 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has made your life better in some small way, please take a few seconds to send this podcast to someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's dive in. This habit is destroying your productivity and ability to stay present. Today we walk around with the world in our pockets. Even if the iPhone doesn't feel that heavy, the weight of the world weighs on our minds whether we realize it or not. We're talking to a friend over coffee and our mind can't help but wander to our phones every few minutes even if we don't feel a buzz. Or was there a buzz? Maybe it was just one of those phantom ones. And I don't mean a direct wandering to our phones. It's more like a constant background noise ready to pull us in should we choose to turn up the volume. This double dipping, being in one world while scanning the other world in the the background, kills our ability to focus on a single thing. It kills our ability to lose ourselves in one task or to have one present conversation. Scientists have even developed a name for this phenomenon. It's called continuous partial attention. And to explain this phenomenon, I'm going to read an excerpt from an article titled Beyond Simple Multitasking, Continuous Partial Attention by Linda Stone. And you can find this article on lindastone.net. And she writes, Continuous partial attention involves a kind of vigilance that is not characteristic of multitasking. With continuous partial attention, we feel most alive when we're connected, plugged in, and in the know. We constantly scan for opportunities, activities, or people in any given moment. And with every opportunity, we ask, what can I gain here? Why care about the difference between multitasking and continuous partial attention? Continuous partial attention is always on. Anywhere, anytime, any place behavior that creates an artificial sense of crisis. We are always in high alert. We are demanding multiple cognitively complex actions from ourselves. We are reaching to keep a top priority and focus while at the same time scanning the periphery to see if we are missing other opportunities. If we are, our very fickle attention shifts focused. What's ringing? Who is it? How many emails? What's on my list? What time is it in Bangalore? In this state of always-on crisis, our adrenalized fight-or-flight mechanism kicks in. This is great when we're being chased by tigers. But how many of those 500 emails a day is a tiger? How many are flies? Is everything an emergency? Our way of using the current set of technologies would have us believe this. And I think it's important to differentiate, like Linda Stone does, between multitasking and continuous partial attention. So multitasking is doing one thing that is automatic with another cognitively demanding task. So for example, 
listening to a podcast while washing the dishes. Listening to a podcast attentively takes a lot of energy to listen to a podcast or a conversation. Washing the dishes does not take that much cognitive energy. You you do not need to be super locked in paying attention 100% in order to wash the dishes effectively. I listen to podcasts all the time while I wash the dishes, do laundry, go for walks. You can do doing two things where one of them doesn't demand a lot of energy. That would be multitasking. Continuous partial attention would be when you try to do two things at once or when you're constantly scanning for something to do in the background when you're already engaged in a cognitively high activity. So for example, when you are talking to someone at the dinner table, but you're also answering an email under the table on your phone, you need to be paying attention to answer an email substantially or to answer an email effectively you need to be paying attention and to have a conversation effectively you need to be paying attention those are not automatic tasks you need to think of your response you need to think of how you're going to say things and you're trying to do two of those things at the same time so that would be a that would be a an example of continuous partial attention when you're in high alert and i you know i think this is super interesting because i definitely feel the effects of sometimes scanning in the background for things that are not an immediate threat or aren't super important. And Linda Stone brings up the fight or flight mechanism. And as human beings, we evolved in environments for thousands, for millions of years where we were constantly scanning our environments for predators. We had to be on much higher alert than what we have to be now on a regular basis. You know, you're probably not going to get attacked by a mountain lion walking down the streets of Brooklyn. You, I don't have to, I can get away with staring at my phone or checking a text crossing the street, even though, you know, there are other things like cars that will fucking kill you. The point is that we don't have to be as worried about predators and immediate threats to our life as we did in the past, but our evolutionary instincts are still with us. And so I think that it makes sense that that could be part of it, that we evolved to constantly be scanning things and looking for threats and being in that fight or flight mode to where now that those things aren't there anymore on a regular basis, our, we are replacing it with other things like emails or text alerts or Instagram, whatever it is, the, these things that we feel like we're, if if we're born to scan, if we're built to scan and look for threats and look for everything in our environment, it makes sense that we would replace things as we continue to evolve. And so maybe it's like we have some sort of leftover firing that causes anxiety and unnecessary scanning that isn't super useful to us anymore, but it's still there. And it's it, it's really hard to to focus on one thing nowadays focusing on recording a podcast for 10 minutes focusing on meditating for 5 minutes having a conversation for you know 20 minutes with someone without your mind wandering someone else or feeling like you 
don't need to check your email or feeling your phone in your pocket or feeling that text go off or thinking about something that might happen two weeks from now that your mind just constantly goes to. It's really hard to focus on one thing. And I, and I do feel like I've gotten better at it through a few things that I, that I will share in a second. And it's, it's very fulfilling to lose yourself in a task. And the more technology we have, the more distractions we have, the harder and harder it is to lose yourself in something like a conversation or writing an article or recording a podcast or working on a project, whatever it is, there are so many extra things now that it's really fucking hard to set into that zone. And here are a few things that have helped me. Something I'm using literally right now is called the Pomodoro Technique. And I use this site that I've mentioned once or twice before in the podcast called tomato-timer.com. That's tomato-timer.com. It gives you a timer where you work for a set period of time and you take a break and you repeat that multiple times before you take a longer break. So for example, if you're following the strict Pomodoro technique, you set the timer for 25 minutes and then you take a break for five. And typically I'll do that two or three times and then I'll take a longer break for maybe 25 or 30 minutes and I'll repeat that cycle throughout the day. I don't always get it right. There are times when I set the timer for 25 minutes and then I realize I've been, you know, checking something that's unrelated to the task at hand for 10 minutes. And then I'll say, you know, fuck, I wasn't working. So I'll start the timer over and I'll do it again. Something that has helped with that for me is called the, the freedom app. You can Google the freedom app. It's for limiting your screen time. So while I'm working, I will have the freedom app that blocks out websites that I don't need for work, like social media and shit like that, where I may be tempted, uh, even like as an automatic reflex to type in something that I don't need to look at and I'll get lost in that. So I'll use the Freedom app to limit those sites that I don't need. And I'll use the Pomodoro timer in tandem, tomato-timer.com. And that does really help me lock in. I feel like it's good to have to know that you're going to take a break, even if it's only a few minute break. And it help, you can do a lot of things in 25 minutes and you can adjust the timer too. you can adjust the breaks to whatever you want them to be. 25 and five is the set standard for Pomodoro. And having that break coming up, I feel like helps my mind focus and lock in for 20, 25 minutes longer at a time. And you can do a fuck ton of work in 25 minutes locking in and not looking at anything else. You can do a shit ton in 25 minutes, much more than you realize and much more than I realized before I started using this. So check out the tomato timer and the freedom app. The second thing that I do is the productivity planner. You can search the the productivity planner on Google and this will come up. It is a planner that gives you five tasks a day and it has a primary task two secondary tasks and two tertiary tasks. And the idea is that you set a primary task every day, that this is what I need to get done in order for this to be a successful day. And 
it depends on it depends on the day what that is for me but that'll be something i wake up and i go okay if i fuck up everything else today if i get this thing done this day was a success and so typically that maybe that takes me an hour one day maybe it takes me 3 hours it depends but i'll have that primary task and then after that primary task the two secondary tasks and then two tertiary tasks on an average day maybe i'll get 3 out of 5 done on a great day maybe i get all 5 done on a shitty day, maybe I get one done or partially uh, one thing. I love this planner because it forces me the night before to have the five tasks in my head for that next day. So I write them out that night and I wake up, bang, ready to go, planners out. First thing I have to do today, okay, knock that off. Where are the next two things? Okay, knock that off. Do I have time to do two more things before I work out? Okay, I do. If not, that's all right too. I got three things, four things done today. I got it done. And, you know, that's it. That's been a, a, another super helpful tool for me to kind of lock into the zone and, and combat that continuous partial attention. The third thing that I know I mentioned a lot is meditation, Sam Harris's waking up app. It really does help me drop everything. In in the app, Sam Ham- Sam Harris will commonly say to start out, can you drop everything right now? Can you stop thinking, stop that endless thought cycle in your head, drop everything for 10 minutes and pay attention to your breath? And practicing that every morning, 10 to 20 minutes, sometimes twice a day, has helped me drop everything besides the task that I should be focusing on. And so I can stop thinking about that email I need to send three hours from now. I can stop thinking about that flight that I might miss two weeks from now. Or I can stop thinking about that conversation I had a week ago that's still bothering me for this 25 minutes or two hours or whatever it is that takes me to complete this task. And it's not like a magic pill. Meditation is not some magic thing that you just do and it you know makes your life... 10 times better overnight. It is not. It is a dedicated practice. And I 100% feel that the waking app, waking up app and meditation in general has helped me lock in on more specific tasks. There is a carryover to real life. The, there's no there's no hard line between meditation and the tasks that I'm doing from a day to day. The tasks become meditations. And that is something that becomes apparent once you get into it. So those are the three things that have helped me. The tomato timer and freedom app, the productivity planner, and Sam Harris's waking up app to combat the fucking endless cycle of continuous partial attention that I mentioned early on. To get rid of that constant scanning in the background and to lock into a task, get into that flow state, and really lose yourself in what you were put on this earth to do. 